0: Hello and praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Frank King. Greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And thank you for listening today as I share this Bible-based message. Today, I want to talk about the carnal mind. What is the carnal mind and what's wrong with it? I will be coming to you from Romans chapter 8. And I will be using the King James Version of the Bible. The problem with the carnal mind. (music) Generally speaking, the carnal mind is the natural mind. We were all born with a carnal mind. The question is, can the carnal mind please God? Bottom line up front, the answer is no. Now that's the short answer. But the question to that answer is why? What is so fundamentally wrong in the eyes of God with the carnal mind? That's the question I will address in this episode through the word of God. Now there are two basic mindsets by which people can live their life. They can be carnally minded, or they can be spiritually minded. And it's pretty simple to find out which category a person's life falls into. In Romans chapter 8 and verse 5, Paul writes, For they that are after the flesh do mind, the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. So, if you live a life centered around me, myself, and I, and if your life is driven by the motto, whatever makes you feel good, do it, then you are carnally minded. By contrast, the spiritually minded person is the one Who is focused on the things of God and the things that please God. Another distinction between the two mindsets exists. According to verse 6, to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Now when we talk about death in this verse, we don't mean death as in physical mortality and you know it's interesting that when a person is living a self-serving life and they are enjoying themselves that person thinks he is living the life but God calls that lifestyle death why because when a person chooses to live for himself and not for the Lord he does not have the true life that comes through accepting Christ as Lord of his life, and he doesn't have the peace with God that comes only through Christ. In the eyes of God, the absence of this life and peace that comes through Christ is death. By contrast, this verse, verse 6 says, to be spiritually minded is life and peace. You know, I entitled this episode, The Problem with the Carnal Mind. Well, verse 7 gives us the very root of the problem. Here's what verse 7 says. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Now this word enmity, used in the King James Version is an extremely strong word. It denotes a deep-rooted and mutual hatred. That means the carnal mind hates God, and God hates the carnal mind. Not the person, but that mindset. And God hates it because not only is it not subject to the law of God, But also, according to this verse, the carnal mind can't possibly become subject to the law of God. You can't make it obey God. So, here is the conclusion of the matter. Verse 8. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. He is saying that the person... Who has not been born again cannot please God. You see, when Paul refers to the person as being in the flesh in verse 8, he is using that to distinguish that person from someone who is in Christ. The series of verses that we have touched on make the case for why a person must become born again. There's something fundamentally wrong with the mindset that we are born with that makes it impossible, not hard, but impossible for us to please God in that state. The verses we have discussed shed some light on why there can be bitter clashes between the Christian community and the non-Christian community. As far as the world is concerned, we just need to keep our religion to ourselves and inside the church building. The problem with that, however, is that the Lord has called us to spread the gospel. And the people we are trying to reach are all counter-minded because they have not been born again. They don't want God's agenda in society. They don't want to hear all that God stuff. They don't want to turn from their self-serving lifestyle and turn their heart to God. On the other hand, they can't please God unless they do. We can see that through how America is trending. As a nation, we are moving further and further away from God. But we have to understand that it is not personal. It's because of what we are studying today that the tension exists. Now, let me come home for a moment. Some time ago, I saw a young lady downtown. And she said, what a coincidence. My husband was trying to reach you a couple of days ago. I had never met her husband up to that point but she and I knew each other and I used to do marriage seminars in churches for a number of years so she said she and her husband were having some marital problems and she wanted to know if I would meet with them. And so I did. As I listened to them telling me what was going on. It was clear to me where the root of the problem was. What we had here was an unequally yoked couple. The wife was trying to live for God and the husband seldom even went to church. Well, I did not waste my time preaching at him all evening long. Why would I? I was dealing with a carnal mind. He was not capable of taking and running with what God says about marriage. That's exactly what we have been talking about today. I spoke to him about the root of the problem, his relationship with God. Now listen, please listen. I'm not saying, nor do I mean to imply that unequally yoked couples are doomed to fail. Some of those work out better (laughs) than marriages between two Christians. But if you receive what God is saying in the verses that I have shared today, you as a Christian would not be comfortable taking such a gamble in marriage. Actually, we have all experienced the power of the truth that I have been talking about in this episode It may be a family member or a colleague or someone we are dating that we have been trying for years to get to come to church. And we don't see why it's so hard for him or her when it's so easy for us. And it does not have to be because the person is the meanest and the most wicked person you know. He could be or she could be in your estimation, more morally upright than many of the people you know who come to church each week. That one kind of leaves you scratching your head, but it's not personal. It's spiritual. It's the carnal mind we have been talking about. My friend, the carnal mind is not just a problem. It is a serious problem. The carnal mind does not like God, and God does not like the carnal mind. And the only cure for the problem is for the person with the carnal mind to become born again by repenting of his sins and placing his faith in Christ. It is only through faith faith in Christ that one's carnal mind can be miraculously transformed to become spiritually minded. Praise God. Well, listen, I hope you were blessed today by the word of God as we discuss the problem with the carnal mind. And until next time, this is Evangelist Frank King saying, may heaven's best be yours.